Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to the podcast. My name is Alex. And I'm Lizzie. And today we have a special episode of What Is From. We have one of the most important characters, I think, in the whole entire episodes. Because last month we talked to Donna, who was the heart of Colony House. But the heart of the town is right here and... Let's welcome to the show uh, Elizabeth Moy, and there she is. How are you, my dear? I'm good, thank oh, you. All thank right, you and I want to just move that. There you go. You're all front and center now. <laughs> yes, we need to have you in the center. <laughs> Absolutely. And um, first off, thank you so much for taking the time because I know everybody's got a busy schedule, and you probably have been working your little buns off with all those episodes. So how is it going? How is season two going in terms of, Was there, do you feel that your character is doing a lot or just tell us what you can tell us? Um, season two is going really well. I'm really excited about season two. And, and I, I know that all the fans and all the people that are um, following the show will be so excited. Um, I don't know if all the ans all the question will be answered or the way that people want it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a lot of questions too. Um, so, but it's a suspense that getting us going. Um, it's like, you know, the writer says it's like life. Sometimes you don't know what's going to happen. Right. So living in the show, it's, it's giving us that reality that, Sometimes we don't know what's ahead of us. So that's I like that aspect. I really do. And I would think that it's better to not know what's coming up so that you can just look at each scene as in that moment. Mm -hmm. And it's also looking at the scene at that moment and also things that we already know, like in the past. Yeah. What because who we are as a person, as a human being, it's really not just the present, but it's actually what our past was like and brought us, shape us in the way that we are in the present. So I, you know, that aspect is real. I think it's, it's actually giving me, um, I don't know what the word is. It's giving me revelation or, or just um, reference. reference and you know, like how I'm going to live my life. Right. So given that we have not heard the backstory of the Liu family yet, have you come up with something that you're working with? I do have a backstory for myself, for the Liu family. Um, I'm not, anyways. So the backstory is very much, um similar to my own background a little bit because mm -hmm. uh obviously the Lu family is from uh China immigrant 
uh, to the U.S. And in my real life, I was born in Hong Kong. And I came to Canada when I was um, a kid. And so, and I didn't speak English before when I was in Hong Kong. Okay. Meaning I did take classes. I did take classes, you know, just like I took French classes in, in, in Canada. But I didn't really speak English when I first came. And so I did have that struggle, you know, the language barrier. And, but as a kid, you don't as a kid, sometimes certain things bothered me, but, you know, as a whole, it, you know, you're a kid, you just like to play and you just want to have fun. And that's what yeah. I did. And I did go through some struggle though. Yeah. I would well, imagine I, I, just to be, you know, in a sense, like maybe socially locked out at school because you didn't share that common language yet. Um, but I've got to imagine that it kind of forced you to pick it up quicker than you would have if you were just left on your own in a country. Um, It kind of forced me to learn a little bit quicker, but it's like when we moved to Canada, we were in a different system. Um, I think U.S. has a different system. Uh, Canada had at that time, they had a little different system. I can't remember what's it called. But anyways, when I first came, I was placed in, uh, what's, what's it called? Oh, ESL, English as okay. Language. Yeah. So basically in that class, all the students were from other countries. Oh. So actually in that <laughs> class, I'm, I actually improved in my Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> I learned a little bit of Japanese and I learned a little bit of Spanish in those in that class. So, yeah, we, oh, we do have those ESL classes as well. And it's 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 kind of interesting how that really is a melting pot. And you you all those different cultures and, and to what Lizzie's point is, that must have been a whole culture shock, not only between social, but even food. And all sorts of different things. How much did you bring to your experience? Is that your mom or grandma or it, it, to your your current role? Um, I think I brought in a little bit of my um, parents and my grandparents when they first moved into Canada and also a little bit of my own experience because as a teenager you know I mean I came and then you know and then I went into high school and then I just thought oh you know what I wanted to give up speaking Chinese at home and yeah and guess what rebellion it was not like my parents were okay for me to not speak Chinese at home, but I have to thank my two older brothers. They were the ones that got onto my back and say, hey, you know what? You can't do this. Chinese mm-hmm. is still your mother tongue and Cantonese is still your mother tongue. You can't just give it up like that. Well, yeah. Yeah. So my, I'm still uh, bitter because my, my grandmother and her three sisters all spoke Arabic and wrote it read it everything they were born here but they taught my mother and then that's where it ended 
And it's really kind of now it's in fashion to know that second language of where you come from. But back then they were Americans. So we were Americans and they kind of lost that. And it's just a different generation. Like you said, it's it's kind of an interesting thing. But um, that said, I do want to ask you a very important question about the show. And I, sure. it's it's the most important question about the whole entire show. Can you get your son some pants to fit? <laughs> I mean, she's Louise woman. The kid's got high water. I mean, it's like six it's inches off the ground. The These are important questions that the fans want to know. I mean, I know about the whole talismans and the bot monsters. No, can you get the kids some pants he that can't. actually fit? Like if they kill his character off, he cannot die in those pants. You know what? Those pants are in fashion. And also those pants <laughs> are pants. Oh, wait a minute. They're in fashion where you are. That's in what from, in from they're in fashion. <laughs> yeah, it's called the flat pants. You know, you see, we actually it rains a lot, right? <laughs> so those pants are just perfect. Oh, see, I'm so glad. You know, I know we wanted spoilers about season two, but knowing that, I think I'm done with the podcast because these are. I mean, that it's just so funny because when we met all the characters. First off, you love, you hate certain characters. And we have, if you've listened to the podcast or you, everybody is, there's not a character that we don't love. And, you know, in my, in my real life, I I teach CPR. And one of the things that I tell people is if a mom's yelling at a, at a son, a husband's yelling at their wife or a wife's yelling, it doesn't matter what language it is. And I think it's amazing how you brought your home tongue and we understood everything when you are yelling at, at, <laughs> at Kenny or you're yelling at our, our, our favorite character, Jade, uh, which we're going to get into. I just love how as someone that doesn't speak any other language, you can portray that. And we know exactly what you're doing because when you hit him over the head with the spatula or whatever it was it was (laughs) we were dying laughing so can you just tell us a little bit about the interaction with some of the the stars that you work with um well kenny is my son and so i really enjoy working with him uh i don't know if you know but i am very new in acting Uh, so my son is actually very helpful so we usually get together before our, you know, before we have to shoot our scenes. We just make sure that we go through our languages, you know, make sure that we are on the same page. Right. Because you know, as you know, in in any languages, there's always different type of um, lingo or you know um, things that you may use. And sometimes, sometimes it depends on on where you're from or how you were raised. There's certain lingo you use and certain lingo I'm not comfortable with, right? So we just we we usually go through that and and the chemistry with um you know Kenny's Ricky is such a nice person he, he's amazing to work with and um he's so friendly and he he knows that I'm new so there are a lot of times I, you know I always ask him what does this mean what does this mean and you know like like when you get your schedule, when you get your um, script, there's some lingo and some uh, acronyms. Yes. What is that? What is that? And so he's very good in, in, in letting me or, or re, um, letting me know what they are and 
and what they're doing. Sometimes, you know, like on set, it's quite chaotic too, right? So right. he would, you know, and then and then sometimes, you know, I'm so new and, and I still have negative thoughts a lot of times. And I keep saying, why did he stop me? Is it me? Did I do something wrong? And he said, no, 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 don't, don't worry. <laughs> it's <laughs> never you. It's never you. They're oh. just changing the camera. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah. So in terms of the chemistry, so I think we kind of click. You do. Because, yeah, we click. And because, you know, we got together, we talked about our own experiences and we exchange our stories, some of our own personal stories. And we find that there's some similarity. You know, we're both from Vancouver and I lived in the area that he lived in. Uh, wow. For many years, I went to the same high school as um, I went in. I went to Kislano. Okay, Brian Reynolds. Oh, that's all. <laughs> A small actor. He's really. He's you know. Once he gets his big break, he's really going to be a big star. I think. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but of course, not in the same year. Right. Um, I know you're younger. You're much younger. <laughs> um, yeah. So we, we find that, you know, I find that it, it's really it's been really easy to work with him. Um, and the dynamics that we we have is it's almost like sometimes I know I know what he's thinking and sometimes he knows what I'm thinking. Um, and I'm talking too much. Just let me know if I talk too much. Oh, no. We are here for you to talk. We want to know everything. Um, and I love working with that. Jay. Well, you have to realize something. I'm the youngest yeah. of four. So I'm usually talking and Lizzie's usually telling me to be quiet. So the <laughs> fact that uh, you want to say words, you just go right along. So <laughs> I, I don't want to cut you off, which I just did. Tell us about Jade and David. Um, Wait a minute. Can I just jump in real quick? Sure. Oh, I'm sorry. I just want to go to my favorite, um, you know, scene in, you know, in that last episode with you and David and, you know, I can, I saw that you've been training and acting and I'd really love to know like how you got from there and, and to, you know, this show, having it be your first show and it's amazing, but the work that you have done prior everything that you've learned and, and gone through in that exchange between the two of you, it just came out. Like it was one of the most beautiful things that I've seen two actors do. And I work on set. Um, I'm a studio teacher. So, you know, I get to see a lot. I've had to learn everything from, you know, I was a high school teacher and then Ooh. made that transition. But, um, so I know what you mean where I'm look like, what is NBD? <laughs> I see it on the call sheet all the time. And I'm like, I don't even know, but I, could you just tell us how you got from not being an actor to being cast in this amazing show? Oh, okay. Your first show, like your first thing. Oh, okay. Um, when I was younger, uh, I never imagined myself as an actor, but when I was younger, whenever I watched shows, I would, if, you know, if something that I like, I would, you know, at night or when I have free time or whatever, I would, I would, we, sometimes I would, we create the scenes. I would imagine, you know, myself being that character. 
and just carrying on the storyline. Or sometimes I don't like certain scenes, I just change it, right? Ooh. So that's always been my, um, that's how, what I did when I was younger, when I was in Hong Kong. And then when I moved over to Canada, I, I realized I, I kind of stopped that practice because, you know, learning new languages, you know, making new friends and just learning the environment and, and getting into the family um, dynamics, you know, with, with, with two brothers and my parents. And you know, so there was thing, a lot of things, you know, that went on. And also I knew that my parents moved to Canada so that we could have better education. I know that. Mm -hmm. And so... So once I got to Canada, so basically education or academic became, you know, became my uh, focus. Um, so I kind of stopped that practice, but I still like, you know, watching movies and watching films. And then, you know, family came and, you know, getting busy with children and stuff. So kind of, you know, I kind of lost that thing. Um, but I always been, before before this before acting i was an hr professional and uh so i've always been very uh respectful or curious about uh human he their experiences and their own story you mm -hmm. know i was very uh curious about um how people react because of you know what happened to them and stuff like that and so and I always, you know, one of my passion as an HR professional was to, you know, make sure that my people or, you know, the people that I work with would find something that they like, that they're passionate about, you know. And so um, that was kind of my, my thing back then. And when I was going to school after, after, after graduating from uh, my first degree, I always had a full-time job, but one of my best friends, she's a, she's a teacher. So in the summer, she would go do background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so she would always tell us, you know, their, her experience. I thought, oh, I, I want to do this. I want, it sounds really fun. But I never got to do it because I've always had full-time job. And so, um, so long story short is in 2018, in September. Oh, my gosh. I sign up with a background agent okay. and I started doing background and I loved it. You know, yeah. like that's I amazing. Have, I, I love doing background work. It was so much fun, right? It is and so then, much fun. Do you, did you, oh, cause like anytime I do it, I always try to have a movement that I do every time so that if I see myself that I'll know it's me. Did you ever do anything like that? No, I didn't. I, I, I never discovered that. That's kind of cool. Oh. But the thing is, because because of my hair color and stuff, I always know where, you know. Like, oh, right, yeah. right, right. So I kind of recognize myself. So I, I didn't really have that. But when I was doing background, when you mim, yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it so much. Yes. <laughs> and um, I understood oh. everything that's going on now, guys. <laughs> These two are just having a ball, just I talking know. and having a great conversation. And I, you know what? <laughs> Can you do us a favor, Liz? Because we really want to do background on the show. If you know somebody, maybe Ryan can help us. I don't care. <laughs> but I, we would love it. 
And I can do that. I just want to walk down the street, but you know, I was watching TV. I had it on in the background yesterday while I was writing and the movie tag came on and it's about the guys that have played tag their entire life. And that was my first background experience. And I got on camera, like I'm in the hospital scene and I'm seen in a couple of different spots. And I was like, oh my God, this is just bizarre watching me. But since then, you know, I've been in a lot of things, but now uh, most of the time I'm behind the camera as a teacher, but isn't it the most exciting thing when you pick yourself out? Yeah, it is. And then also, you know, and then when my friends keep watching for me, right? Yeah. And then they always send pictures. Hey, this is you. (laughs) Exactly. Well, yes, I, exactly. I have a feeling you're not going to be doing too much background work after yeah, this. Yeah, I think well, those I days are behind yeah, you. I haven't done background for a while. So anyway, to continue yeah. my story. So I started doing background in September 2018. And then, you know, people were saying, okay, you should try commercial and, you know, try audition. And, and then I thought, okay, I just want one liner. I want would you like a cup of coffee? <laughs> you know, this way, please. Um, and then I realized, even if you want one line, you still have to do audition. And then yeah. I thought, well, if I do audition, then my background agent was saying, you have to take some courses. I thought, oh, yeah. A lot of money and background didn't pay me that much. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was kind of, I was really very busy with background. And then I was kind of like on the fence to see like, what I wanted to do, but when I'm in background, when when I'm experience, when I'm on set, what attracted me is the synergy yeah. that I experience with all the teams on set. Yes, with so many people, two hundred people plus, right? And then everybody yeah. has their role, everybody has their function, and and uh, everybody has their responsibility. And so it's that synergy that as an HR professional, I just thought, oh, wow, you know, I'm not, I'm not just reading about the theory. I'm actually living. Yeah. Liz, were you actually working HR while you were doing background work or were you full time in it? I was, I was, I I, I actually quit my job already. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that was like, I quit my job in 2016, um, family reason. And, um, and one of the reasons is my younger daughter uh, is a hockey player. And so I just wow. took some time off to to become a full-time hockey mom. Hockey mom. And then to 2018, September is when she went off to university. Oh, wow. Uh, and so that's when I find, okay, what do I do? Do I go back to office or do I go back? You know, what, what, what do I want to do? Your passion. Yeah. What Your passion. So, so I, I went to a background. I thought I think that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And, you know, to speak to that synergy on set, I have said so many times, if everyone in this country, Canada, or across the world worked the way film crews worked, so much would get done in this world. <laughs> they mm-hmm. all want to be there. Even if they're grumpy, they want to be mm-hmm. there. And people that don't want to be there quickly get weeded out. And there's just something about it. Like you're Mm -hmm. just part of that magic. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, where I'm at, I really like what I do a lot. 
But I think the next thing would be, I want to be in the actor circle. There's just something special about what goes on between the actors. They're in their own little club. And I want to be in that club one day. But I don't think I'm going to be there until I'm like um, Helen Hayes age, you know, with <laughs> big gray hair. <laughs> it's not time yet. Well, you know what? I, I'm not too sure if we actually really have an actor actor circle, whatever. I mean, the only thing is, you, like the cast, we do get together uh, once in a while when we do, we do um, interact. But yeah. we try to be, you know, I think we, we try to be um, inclusive. Oh, yeah. Like on like, set inclusive. Well, I mean, it's kind of hard when everyone yeah. else is working and, and then, you know, the only reason is the other people are working. Yeah. Right. Right. So, right, right. so it's kind of hard for them to, to join us. Right. Or, right. Or to be inclusive outside of filming. Right. But, and you're uh, usually yeah. too tired. And it's sometimes. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you're too tired. And then sometimes, you know, I mean, I mean, I don't know if it's because I'm so new or is it because of just the way I am. Sometimes I, I actually take, at least a day to kind of set back and get back into my own little, my own, again. my own self. Yeah. Instead of, because, you know, sometimes, as you know, a lot of my scenes are quite emotional or, or uh, anyways. They're so, higher energy. So there's, there's that process that I, I actually have to go through myself. And sometimes yeah. I just, you know, sometimes I just, after set, I just want to be, um, alone for a little bit, you know, and just just do my own thing and 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 not be, um, yeah, not have to worry about other things, right? Exactly. So here's that, yeah. So exactly. anyway, to get me through yeah. what I from background to uh, to um, acting, I was in that on that fence, not knowing really. Like in my heart, I want to do it. In my head, like, can I do it? Am I financially okay yeah. to do it? Because, and how does that work? And, you know, things like that. Anyways, and then there was one day on set. Um, it was a Hallmark movie. And, uh, oh, no. <laughs> and there was a wedding scene. Uh -huh. I was a background. I was a wedding, you know, I was a guest at the wedding party. Um, so anyways, you know, we were half- Halfway through, I guess, in the middle of the day, the steel, photo the steel photographer came to me and he said, I don't know you and you don't know me, but I've been watching you all day. And I just really like that aura you have. Aww. Oh, my goodness. And that was the day that I was thinking, oh, what should I do? Like all day on, on you know, when I'm on the holding, background holding. I was yeah. Like, okay, what do I? And then I was talking to my friends on background you know, like, what should I do? You know, how, how can I do it? And all that stuff. Right. And then once he said it, I just thought, okay, this that's is it. it. That you was your sign. I don't think he even know that. And then, yeah. and then the next day, okay, where should I go? And you know, what course did I take? So I, yeah. that's when I started, I think that was in 2019. I wow. started taking seriously about acting courses and then, um, and then when the pandemic came, 2020, March, yeah. Yeah. I just kind of stopped background 
all together and yeah. then just concentrate on my acting uh, coaching. That's awesome. Yeah. You know what? I love that you made use of that time. Like I nearly wrote a book during that time. And I know some people just, you know, didn't do anything, but I was like, how often are we going to get this chance to just sit and not do anything? And no one expects anything of us except Mm -hmm. for to stay home. Mm -hmm. And and thanks to technology, right? Like, I mean, so all my courses were on zoom right? Or online. So, and, and the benefit is you don't even have to go anywhere. You just yes. at home. You can just put on a shirt and you don't have to put any pants on. <laughs> exactly. I, I wouldn't know what you're talking about at all. You Not better all. know what we're talking about. <laughs> um, so I, I do want to talk about the scene that, that Lizzie brought up with you and Jade at the end of the season. And I can't even imagine how emotional that was for you. But as someone that lost their mother, I lost my mom about a year ago. It just, it wrecked me and it actually helped. One of the things that I love about your character and Asian culture is you understand the bigger picture. I don't know if there's really a question here. I just, it was just, (laughs) no. And I I say that because I, I just watched it and I can't watch it again. It's it's such a great scene, but I just can't watch it. Oh, I'll watch it again and again and again. I, I just have a hard time watching it because yeah. it just brings up a lot of a lot of yeah. stuff. But um, I guess the the, the question is, um, did you know as you're going along that the relationship with you and Jade was going to get better, or was it just something that, that the chemistry, I should say, or did it just evolve over the the shooting? I, I think to me, it was just evolved over the shooting. Um, I think um, I didn't really expect that. Like all my, all my audition scenes were with my son, Kenny. Yeah. And basically, you know, the way I saw it was my world was around Kenny. You know, right. that's, yeah. that's, that's the culture too, right? For us. Right. You know, we focus on our next generation and uh, I don't want to be sexist, but you know, like even my parents, the son, it was the son. Yeah. Right? I mean, not that they don't love us, but a right. lot of focus is actually uh, placed on the male uh, or the sons of, of the, of, you know, they get a little bit more um, attention, I guess. And yeah. So that's what I thought. I was. I thought my world was, you know, around uh, Kenny, and um, and also I. I actually I do. I did know that I have some interaction with Jay because actually one of my auditions, come to think about it, was with Jay too. Okay. So, but I didn't realize that you know there was so much focus. Do Do you think that, that she likes him by the end, or because? I think she tolerates him because she knows that person that's just the pain in the butt, but it kind of feels like Kenny and Jade are almost like brothers uh, on screen. <laughs> At least that's what it looks like at the end. And I, I just remember, cause I was rewatching, you know, Kenny went up to him and it's like, you weren't there for breakfast where, you know, kind of like they're checking up on each other. And um, did, did you see that at all? Like that, that you kind of adopted him as your, 
other son that you didn't or wanted to have? <laughs> well, I think it, it just evolved, really yeah. it just evolved throughout the, the episode. And um, what, um, you know, the scene that you talked about where I hit him with the wrist? <laughs> um, um, like in that, because that was like quite, um, it was in the beginning, right? Right, it was, it was episode three. Yeah, it was three, right? Then, um, so I think at that time, basically, I just felt that he is, he is um, that annoying pain in the butt, <laughs> pain in the butt thing that you have to deal yeah. with. Yeah, and and um, and what when I played that scene, what really bothered me was he jumped the queue, right? Of the older person. You know, there was another older person in, you know, he just yeah. grabbed the plate from him. And that, like, like that's how I played it. Because, like, you didn't respect the elder. Right. right. And that's, that's where my anger was from. Like, he's your elder. You better pay respect, right? That's the... Yeah. The culture. Asian culture. And it's, it's a lot of cultures. It's not just the yeah. Asian culture. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's just manners on top yeah. of it. You yeah. Know? yeah. But he was still thinking that this was a game. You know, exactly. And- exactly. So, so I think throughout, and then as we progress into for, um, um, further, I think I saw Tim Chan probably saw his, um, his heart, you know, he's yeah. not, even though he appears to be annoying, you know, like ignorant or not ignorant, but arrogant and yes. uh, annoying. Self-indulged. Yeah. Uh- and- <laughs> Exactly. But he actually has a soft heart. I think I saw the soft heart. I didn't know what it was until later on, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's it's really I think that like Tin Chan and uh, Jade character um was a nice surprise for me. I didn't realize Us too. That, Yeah, I didn't realize that it would go that far. And I love that scene. I can't remember which episode it was that I, you know, I got mad at him for complaining so much. Oh yes. <laughs> With the electricity. Yeah. 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 Um <laughs> and you're like, electric. <laughs> I mean, those scenes between the two of you have just for me have become the focal point of the show because I love the interaction and the way that the two of you bounce off of each other. Honestly, I would have thought that you were like a a screen queen. I just did not. When I looked at your IMDb, I'm like, wait a minute from is her first job. She is amazing. Like you look so natural and such a pro like you have always been on set long before background like you i think the the chemistry between you and david alpi is just so great and what you bring to the character in order to flesh out the heart of his character so that we could actually see that pain that drives him that he blocks from everybody Mm -hmm. and you know, his wall of arrogance is his Mm -hmm. shield against the world. Mm -hmm. And I just, Mm -hmm. I loved how you were able to bring that out in that character. You know, I think, you know, you, you, you really summarized it really nicely. And um, that's, 
you know, the writing is perfect. It's awesome. Yeah. But on the other hand, that's a lot of us, you know, in our real world. A lot of yeah. us like that. The way how we react or or sometimes it could be hyper reaction or high pro reaction, you know, either yeah. over or under. It's because of, you know, we're trying to cover up certain things, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think, you know, that 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 is the heart of, for me, that is the heart of the show. It's really bring the true human beings and 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 their stories on screen. Yeah. And, and to tell you the truth, actually, Tin Chen, I feel like, you know, it's, I know John Griffin didn't write the story for me or didn't write Tin Chen for me, but it just feels like he, it's about me, you yeah. know, my own life. And because, you know, of the struggle and the, you know, coming into a new country and learning new languages. And sometimes you feel, I don't have a voice and I don't know, you know, sometimes you just feel the frustration. You can't say what you really want. And there's that yeah. frustration. And and on the other hand, you know, in real life, there's a lot of similarity too, like with me. Um, my mom, my mom, my own mother has Alzheimer's. Oh, my husband. Yeah. So I know what you're dealing. I know what you're dealing with. I just went through this with my mom. Yeah, I know what I'm dealing with. But on the other hand, I also have that, you know, I came from Chinese culture that we deny everything. You know, everything is, you know, we kind of gauze everything, right? Yeah. Um, Everything will be fine. Or, you know, anything bad happened, just sweep it under the floor. Or, no, you're going to get better. Or... That's not really happening. You know, you have to think of it something else. So all of that stuff, it's actually my own experience in some 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 of the things. And yes, this is my new first show. I've done about three commercials before this. That's all. Oh my goodness. The first commercial was actually for um, Alzheimer's Society. Oh wow. oh wow. And so that was when I did that commercial. I just think of my mom. Yeah. yeah right. And so I, you know, I like you can't Alzheimer's. There's so many aspects and everyone um, reacts to it differently. But, but I, you know, I'm able to put my own personal experience. So that's, my- yeah. So that's mm-hmm. kind of, so that's why, you know, yes, it's Tin Chan. I'm acting. I'm, I'm putting on something you know, to to bring a story for everyone to see, but in part, a little like I'm not saying we're totally the same, but there there are, there are a lot of similarities. Well, I, I my wife is going through this right now with with my mother in law, so I, I totally get it, and it's 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 an awful disease, and people handle it differently. You as a character didn't really want to di- deal with it so to speak, um, you know, did you actually meet your husband in the, in the show? Uh, I thought I read something where you actually never met in the show. <laughs> never in, had a scene together. You never, you never actually, you know, were together at all. So, so it was, was probably easier to let go of him. <laughs> yeah. It's easy to write him off if you never met him, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, 
actually, I've never met him, but I've seen picture, right, of him. Yeah. And uh, because when I got on the show, I I did, you know, ask for, and then in one of the episodes, there's actually a picture of him. Right. So yeah. actually, I asked his, you know, who's my husband? I actually looked him up, and I know what he's like, you know, what his. So, so it's basically there's still, um, like, I can still link my emotion with with something tangible i guess right. you know it, yeah. it's still there's still that phase and 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 you know a real person and and it just like and then you know i mean i i there's that uh, placement where you have the true person but also there's substitution right, right? right. so i kind of substitute him with my mom right. Uh, some scenes I substitute him with my dad, you know, somebody, someone that I'm very close to. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot different method to to get to where I am, even though I never met him. Well, yeah. Oh, the other question I did have was, can you tell us how long you and Kenny have been there? Because I'm just we're trying to we're trying to piece everything together. I know right. Lizzie has like her mysteries. And we're trying to get a whole sense of it. And if you can't say because of season two, I totally understand. But right. can you give us a sense of how long you guys have been there? Um, it sounds like you can't. <laughs> well, well, I think we've been there. We we were not one of the earlier. Uh, right. No, we were there maybe maybe after Donna. Okay. Yeah. Right? Because Donna was supposed to be looking after the storage and stuff. Right. Yeah. So I we we came after them, okay. After her. Um. So in terms of uh, timeline, I'm not too sure if um if That's I can fine. say because because um I don't know if it's actually on the screen. Like yeah. Timeline, right. No. So, no. It's yeah. just it's one of those things, and the writers do a great job of confusing mm -hmm. the heck out of us in a good way because yeah. we are Keeping always nothing. trying to keep it up. And, you know, I, I firmly believe that your character, as well as uh, Simon, um, the Matthews child, have the key to this whole thing. And what do I mean by that is you have that back closet with all those goodies in it. And he, I'm, I'm convinced that his book is this story, but in a reimagined way. I know I'm probably horrific off way. Lead. But at the same time, I think there's got to be a link between the two. Um, but that's here nor there. One of the things that I did want to uh, talk to you about was the music. And I know music is very important in your life. And because you're a pianist, uh, um, I've seen on your Instagram or whatever. How, how do you what's your take on the music and how do you use music to help you in your process and using it for your character? Um, yes, music is very important to me. I, I was trained in classical music. Um, so I'm more of like, that's my uh, go-to music. Uh, a lot of times, you know, when I'm relaxing or um, it's, it's, me, it's the classical music. Um, mm -hmm. And I know a lot of times, you know, I'm driving and having my, classical music it puts it puts other people to sleep <laughs> that's how I uh, get energized um, 
So in terms of the music, a lot of times is it's really thinking about the music helps me. I think music really helps me with uh, processing my emotions. Yeah. Sometimes I don't even know what it is, if it's sad or bad or negative, but it just, it just, so a lot of times um, I have to get on my piano after the, after the shooting, or sometimes I feel like, oh, I need to get onto my music, but sometimes you can't because when I'm on, when sometimes when we're on set, we, we get to set quite early. Yes. So, but, but I noticed that there was um, just recently I was on set at a pretty good time and I had some time on the piano. So I had about 20 minutes on the piano. So that really helped me with just, I guess, grounding myself. I, I don't know. I don't even know. I, I can't even explain to you exactly what the music does for me. Like, I, it, it's basically, I just have to. Maybe it kind um, of like turns you on. It turns of. you on, turns you off, returns you to who you are. Like, like you yeah, said, grounds you. Yeah, but sometimes it's like, okay, what did it do for me? I, I can't yeah. really explain. Well, it's just that magical. And, and, and another thing is, depending on what I play, sometimes there's one piece that I really, like, I, I, it, I, I play that for years. And uh, so basically, there's no, that piece is almost like. Um, an old friend? What's that? An old friend. And yes, an old friend. And sometimes it's not just, um, it's just so versatile, that piece of music. It's so yeah. versatile. It doesn't what have is, to be. What yeah. is it, if you don't mind, mind me asking? Pathetique. Pathetique by Beethoven. Uh? Uh, second movement. Now I'm going to have to go find that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's actually, I played it um, in my Instagram. Yeah, I oh, saw that. Dude. I saw that. Yeah. I yeah, did not. yeah, that was in uh, July that I played, and and when I recorded that, I actually played it for my friend. Um. Anyways, yeah. So that piece is almost like it's so versatile. Like I can be really happy and I can play that piece, or I can be really sad and play that piece, and it still does something for me. So, uh, is your daughter as much of a classical fan? Because you probably played it on every freezing morning going to the ice rink and coming home. <laughs> so is she, does she love it or does she uh, not admire it as much as you do? Um, I think my children actually haven't heard me play that much because I haven't really played that much when, when they were younger, you know, with, with, with the busyness of, yeah. um, because I used to work full time too. Right. right. Yeah. No, I understand. So, yeah. Yeah, so I, yeah. So I didn't actually go back to my piano until after the second, my, my youngest went to university. Well, so, so yeah. Yeah. It's impressive. Like you've had this whole other life. Now you're embarking on this other life. I love that. I love that so much. So it's never too late to start anything. It is so, not. Yeah. It is not. I knew, you know, I would publish when I was 50. And I did at 49. But 
it, I knew it was kind of fruitless for me to start writing until it got close to that. And that's when I started writing, but, and just like, I know I'll be the Helen Hayes of acting when I get older, <laughs> I'll just so, walk on one day. So what type of movie, since this is a monster movie, and it's and it's along those lines. Um, just so you know, Podcastica started out is a Walking Dead focused type thing. What are you growing up or not even growing up, but coming through the business? What type of genres did you write? What's your favorite movie? And what are the type of things that you enjoy? And knowing that, how is that so much different if it is than all of this at the show? Um. When I was growing up in Hong Kong, I uh, I was I was really hooked on those uh, superhero movies. Oh, so, so I was. Um, it was there was this show. There were these two actresses in, in you know Chinese actresses. Uh, they were very famous, and they were they were almost a Robin Hood. Um, you know, and they, you know, during the day, they are the ordinary person. And then at night they are, you know, they steal from the rich and distribute to the poor, you know, that type of, um, so I was really attracted to, 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 to that. Um, but as you know, as I came here, I, I, I watch all kinds of, uh, genre, but I'm not, there's one genre that I, I really don't like. That is anything to do with spirit or ghost. Oh, it really? It freaks me out. I can't watch it. <laughs> and wait, what is the kind of show about? You know, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, no, because I mean, it's like monsters and vampires. So monsters it's not and vampires are not about spirits. No, okay. they're not. I they're, mean, not, they're just monsters. Yes. But Liz, at this yep. point, everything is on the table on this show, which is great. Yes. But I understand. Um, and I don't like those either. So I'm I love with you. it. I love it. I, well, I mean, lately I've been thinking I've had a ghost problem in my house. Um, and <laughs> so, you know, I, I listen to ghost podcasts. My favorite is haunted AF. I love really? it. And I was, I actually started out their eighth season with their dead pet of the week. I was like, dead pet of the week. but at any rate, <laughs> See what I'm, I have to deal with, Liz? I mean, this is just awesome. You know, I can probably watch those, but I have to watch it with somebody. Yeah. And I am a screamer and a jumper. So yes. you might get scared from me jumping on you or, or, or screaming right. really yeah. loud. So. Well, um, I'm just going to throw this out to Ryan. Mm -hmm. Since you like the superhero movies, Ryan, help a former alumnus out. Get her some of that Marvel Disney money if you can and get yeah. her on set for whatever because she needs to be there. Um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. You need to be one of those Avengers or something like that. You'd be like all action hero. You, you've <laughs> you proven to me. You have proven to me. I have to go do something because you have changed your whole did a 180 and um well, Alex, you have to raise your daughter first, and then, like, you can think about what you're going to do afterwards. Yeah, that's true. She is your only your, your second act. You know, yes. like you uh, can think about it. So, I think Lucy needs all of your attention right now. Yeah, she does. I, we just we just went outside, and we're she's seven years old, going yeah. on twenty seven. Yeah, and she is into every type of Disney zombie zombies which is like high school musical 
Oh yeah. Uh, to you name it, she loves it, and she's into oh. She's into cooking shows, actually. Oh, and my goodness. She looks sh- like a chef. Well, she has this show I got her onto. It's called Nailed It. And they make stuff that looks like computers or billing balls. And it's really cake. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. That is a cake. And then there's Nailed It where they get unprofessionals trying to do professional cakes. There's just so many of them. But <laughs> the, the, the other thing I wanted to know is when is the cookbook coming out? Oh, yes. Pancakes. I want to know how you make a tire out of a Salisbury steak or whatever, and all this good stuff. I mean, you know, we got to get this cookbook. That um, is so Alex, it's awesome. I think that's a really good suggestion, and I, I do, I do have, you know, I do have a special pancake myself. Wow. Oh my gosh, the Chinese pancake. Wow. So the the you know the um, the Western cat pancake is fluffy, right? Right, and it's sweet. Right. But the Chinese pancake is, it's the green onion pancakes. I don't know if you heard of it. It's, yes, it's, yes. Yeah, it's pan fry and it's, it's savory. It's not yeah. sweet, but yeah. yeah. Can yeah. you send us the recipe? I think we should include that with this podcast. Oh, absolutely. Because um, God knows we're, we're off the rails as it is. No, I think that's great. I mean, and that's really part of your character is food. And, and yeah. one thing that I've noticed is in all cultures, food is life and that's yeah. what you know you've proven by showing the aging culture that one it's family oriented two mm-hmm. it's about um denial is not just a part of your family tree <laughs> and 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 three it's about caring about each other and and trying to do the best regardless of how much our mothers and fathers get into mm-hmm. our business <laughs> no i mean that but i mean that in a great way yeah and and I, and I will say, you know, Kenny slash Ricky does a great job of as, you know, no matter what, he is loyal to you. And there really mm-hmm. is something to be said for that. As mm-hmm. much as he wants to kill you like 90% of the time and well, you want to kill mom. him. But that's what moms do. And that's yeah, what kids do. We, we can be really um, annoying, right? Like, you know, like a mom nags us and that's what i do like I mean, that's 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 my job yeah right? so yeah it's, i know it's <laughs> funny it's it's funny how we we become our parents and we do it and it's like did i just say that <laughs> yeah i did oh geez said that i grew up hearing that saying i would never say that to my kids so yep. so what is your take on the show in general i i guess you can't really say but um Going into it, I know you probably had a preconceived notion. Is it exactly what you thought or is it completely different than what you thought um, going into season two, knowing that when you had your inter- when you had your audition, okay, it's this it's this crazy show. Well, um, I don't think if I knew that it was a horror movie, uh, horror show. Oh. Um, but but I think um, I don't think. I, I think this is really more than a horror show. Uh, you know, this is really a, like, to me, it's a drama. Right. Yeah. It's really, really about all those characters on the yes. show and it's their story. And like, just, you know, like Fatima, she represents her culture and her side of st- story. And right. So I, I, I feel like, you know, is it just a horror movie? Horror show? I, I I don't think so. 
Um, and what I really like, what surprises me, you know, like being on the show, I'm still overwhelmed right now. It, it still feels surreal to me. Um, it, it's it's how big it is, how, how, how much reaction we get from people. And there's a big fan of, um, big group of people that are, you know, we have, to, there are two uh, Facebook pages. Yeah, we're on them. We're on them. And so it's almost like, wow. And then, you know, there's like your podcast and there's other podcasts or other, other people that they actually dive into each episode. You know, yeah, that's us. So many th theories, right? Yeah, yeah and, we rip you guys to shreds. Like we rip the episode to shreds. And I know. And yeah, I don't, it does, so that's beyond my imagination. I so, didn't, yeah. So I didn't, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, Alex. No, it's okay. I was just going to say, um, we, we even just had our first Crayola crayon drawing contest. And so we had people yeah. send us in, you know, their pictures and, it was just so much fun to see what they drew, you know, and we just, uh, it's just so much fun. And then we were able to award them because, you know, Epics very generously gave us some of the lunchbox sets. So we were able to give that as a prize and, you know, make somebody oh, nice. really happy. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So it's so, been a great experience for us. Nice. So Two of the scenes that you got to work with are some really no-name people. Um, Harold, who, you know, you know, for someone that's going into uh, a show, how is it working with Harold? And um, Did and you then... watch Lost before I, this? Yes, I, I didn't watch Lost. Oh, yeah, like... I started watching Lost after I got this show. Oh, oh Yeah, that's oh, what I'm yeah. trying to do right now because yeah. I've been beat over the head by the listeners as well as my co-host. I have to watch Lost. Yeah. But it's I'm so focused on what you guys are doing. It's like it's I can rewatch the episodes a hundred times and still pick up stuff. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what what was the question? Sorry. Oh no, I'm oh. saying how is it working? How is it oh, working with oh, Harold yeah. and Elon? Um it's I you know what I am just so fortunate um being you know first time on a show and I get to work with amazing people. Harold, Ian, Catalina, they are just they're different, don't get me wrong, they're different, but they're just amazing. And um, Harold, I had a, I think, I ha how many scenes have I done with him? I think just once so far. Um, yeah. Where, um, yeah, there was one scene, I can't remember which episode. Anyways, yeah. he is so, like, watching him act, watching, watching him does his thing, just... It just gives me the chill. It's, it's like, okay, I want to be like him. I want to be, you know, be so natural and just come out whatever it is that requires him. And he delivers more than 100%. And so, yeah, no. And then also he is, there was one scene that we, we actually interacted a little bit and he was so encouraging. He was very, he was very gentle, but yet very... Um, he knows what has to be done and he kind of kind of without saying too much just kind of help you to get to get you to where you are 
And so, or where you have to go. And so I, you know, it's amazing. You know, the, the three, um, the three mains are just amazing actors and they're just amazing to work with. Yeah. I, I, I actually don't even look at anyone as being a main because everybody on this show is a main and just because everyone just brings it and no one seems to ever outshine another person. Everybody has their moment and they twinkle and then allow somebody else to twinkle in turn. And it's just such a well put together quilt of actors of writing of scenery everything is there and the story itself it's not the monsters it's the drama that's going on between these characters and I think not I think I know that that's what attracted me because you know, Alex and my favorite show or old favorite show is The Walking Dead. It's ending. We have been there for every moment, but it wasn't the zombies. I hate zombies. I write a zombie series and I hate zombies. I hate mm-hmm. them. But it wasn't about the zombies. It was about what these people were doing between themselves and what they had to endure and um, in, in order to survive. And, you know, I, I, it's what has attracted us to the show is the drama. It's Mm -hmm. the, the interaction of these characters Mm -hmm. and who they start as when we meet them and who they're going to be at the end. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, oh my God, if Mrs. Lou dies, if she is ripped to shreds, if she is sushi, I, I, they can't. You, you can't. Nobody will ever eat. Yeah, I know. And only sushi because you'd be eaten raw. <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. So, so yeah. wait, we have to ask you about one particular, and I know you weren't in the scene because it was in the colony house. Now, okay. I'm assuming you've actually seen the whole show. I'm I'm going out on yes, a limb now. Yes. Okay. That smiley character. <laughs> have you seen him? On you, the, when they invade, when they invade the uh, colony house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's on the top, and he looks like a milkman or whatever. No, he's he, not the milkman. Yeah, smiley, smiley what, guy scares the bajungas out of me. I, I mean, like, I, oh my god! I, when he's working, sorry, on set, does he have to eat lunch alone? Does anyone talk to him, <laughs> or do you guys shut him? <laughs> actually, you know what? I actually haven't met him in person. Uh-huh. Okay, because every time when they see shoot those scenes i'm i'm not on set because all my my scenes are pretty during the day yeah you know in the diner mostly so i haven't met him but but when i saw um what he was like and i just thought oh my goodness he is so scary yes (laughs) and the smile is like doesn't right like it's just very precise all like he just Oh, yeah, it's like a demonic. clown that you don't want to see, and I don't like clowns either. So oh, clowns and him oh. are just not what I'm looking for in my life. But that's good to hear that you're in, you're in mostly daytime scenes because that that helps. Well, that means helps. you won't get eaten. I don't know about that. Lisa. I know you don't know about that. Well, I hope so. 
And you know, if I die, if that's it, I hope she dies in uh, uh, not in a terrible death, you know. In a, well, it'll probably be epic like, either way. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be sad, it's just gonna be sad. I, I know we don't have a lot more time because I know uh, we told you it was gonna be um, this length, um, but what is something that you want to just tell the fans and any other little tidbits about season two that we want to know, but you don't mind slipping. No, don't, <laughs> no, don't tell me anything. I don't want to know. Uh, well, I just want to tell, you know, everyone who's watching and following the show to thank them and, you know, thank you. And, and, and they actually have made my journey so much more than just being in the show because they actually included me in their in their lives and and I really truly appreciate that and I actually really appreciate you guys you know taking the time and having me on your show oh we're um, just honored to have you no it's it's just you know like like I said before it, it's so surreal to me um, I didn't expect this journey to be taken this far yeah. Um, you know, of course, I want it to act. I want it to, to, you know, to be in a position to deliver a story. But I didn't really expect that this story is having so much impact on so many people. So that's what I'm really grateful for. And in terms of season two, to tell you the truth, it's almost like, Oh, I do have questions and I do I actually don't really know what's going on, even though I'm in the show. Yeah. But you know, I and I I I'm really excited. Like, because I, I only I only know so much and I'm already very excited. And I know that you guys are gonna be really liking what's gonna come on to season two. And and I just hope that you guys will don't lose your anticipation and just, you know, be patient and wait for a season two to come out. And it's just going to blow you guys away. And it's, it's already blowing me away because I haven't even seen everything. Yeah. Together. Right. It's just, it just, there's, like I said, you know, the story is so well written. When I first saw the, um, when I first saw the finished product, I just thought, before I see, before I saw it, I just thought, oh, there's so many characters. Are we going to be lost? Like, are yeah. going to be lost in, in the number, in the sheer right. number of, of, of stories? But when it came out, I just thought, oh, my goodness, this is so well put together. And everything is done with so much details and care that none of the, none of the stories get get uh, washed down or watered down or, you know, whatever. It's like they, each stories has their moment. And that's what it really, um, um, that's why I'm so happy to be in this production. It, it's like, I'm just overwhelmed. I'm just so fortunate that I got to be in this production. We, we had said the same thing about the season finale. Um, they do a great job of, tying up all the loose ends with every little character. Some shows don't do it that, that we don't as know well. where they're ending. And, yeah. and I have to say, I didn't like the ending of season one. Cause it was a great cliffhanger, 
but I knew where everybody was. And I liked it. I, I clearly liked it. It was just that, yeah. oh my gosh. But at the same time, they they took care of everybody. So we know where everybody is. And now we'll be on to, to season two. Um, Lizzie, Boyd has have- got to get out of that, that box. <laughs> or whatever the heck he's in. Oh, God. Whatever that is, like... He has got to get out of there. So um, I thought it was a chimney. That looks like yeah, so that's what chimney. it looks like, right? Yeah. Sort of a chimney. Yeah. Um, maybe he's standing on the flu. <laughs> I don't knows, know, but but he's got to get he's got to get out of whatever it is because it yeah. made me claustrophobic. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh! And you know it's open on one side on set, right? But still, that that feeling of just being like, oh, close, you know, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Face. Yeah. I mean, All right, my dear. I don't want to keep any more of your time because I know you're gonna have to go do. Oh, the uh, how how far into it are you? Into the show are you? Oh, how far? Oh. I mean, uh, shooting wise. Shooting wise. I was shooting just curious. Wise, shooting wise, I think we are pretty much close to uh, the end. Episode four. Oh, oh. That way. yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, so we're not or, we're not too far in. Yeah, okay. yeah no but we're gonna be waiting. There's so like, oh, I, I'm like I want to know. Like, yes, you know, there's this this desire of me that I want to know what the end is. Tell me, tell me. Yes, no, yes, no, yes. No. Tell us. No. <laughs> no. When I ask the writer to say, yeah. Yeah, well, that's why they're the writers, and that's why you're the actor. You just do what you're told, and everybody is happy, and and yeah. that's what it's all about. You're the heart of the town. I mean, at the oh, end of the day, you really are. I mean, yeah, Harold's a, the the big guy. I know, please, but, but she it, makes the food. If you make the food, it, it doesn't matter what he does. Besides, he's in a chimney, yeah. so we don't even care. No, but but thank you yeah, so much. Care. Thank you so much for having me. I hope to be coming on, and uh, yeah, okay. thank you. And yeah, I think thank you. We, we are done. Huh. Wow. That was amazing. <laughs>